Bardo, 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 Bardo. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Fabled Broadcast or on Twitter at The Fabled Tweets. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, email us at thefabledbroadcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or wherever podcasts are available. Say what I said <laughs> two hours ago. <laughs> so, yeah, this is our double header today. Yep. Uh, Indeed. Listeners we're, won't really realize, but we're on the back nine. On the back nine, yeah. Recorded a podcast earlier during the second one of the day. We're crossing over. This is now a crossover episode. Right. Because, uh, yeah, uh, we got Drew here with us today. On episode 58, we're going to do the fourth installment of Hey Drew, What's New? Last time we did one of these was 2018. <laughs> Lots happened. <laughs> yeah. So let's get, uh, let's just kick it off here. Uh, kick the rocks off, Real dude. quick, though. Yeah. I got a quick update on uh, something that we talked about on a previous episode. <laughs> not really an is update. This, is this dolphin related? It's, yep. Oh, okay. Uh, so, hang on one second here. Did, did you go. hear that story? I have not even heard the story. Oh, you need to go back two yeah, I think fables was, back? Yep, I think so. Two fables back. Yeah, episode mm-hmm. 56, I think. Yeah. It was yeah. a man who uh, claimed to be to <laughs> have hysterical. been seduced by a dolphin. It's hysterical. Oh. <laughs> it's hysterical, man. And so this is uh, news. Uh, <laughs> uh, dolphin news. <laughs> Breaking dolphin news on the yeah. fabled broadcast. Uh, where's the the flipper? <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. That was great. So this one. That uh, was great. Woman admits. This is also from the mirror. They must have a uh, somebody. We have a few uh, dolphin fetishists in the UK, yeah, I guess. Getting, they must. Uh, the so all the fetishes they have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> uh, so uh, the headline: Woman admits she had sex with a dolphin as part of an as part of a NASA-funded scientific study. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, wait, wait, wait! As yeah. part of a NASA. Funded study? Yep. Space dolphins? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So long and thanks for all the fish, man. <laughs> yeah. Hitchhiker. <laughs> uh, so Margaret 
Ho Lavat, Lavat was just 20 when she started working in a lab with the aim of understanding dolphins and teaching them to speak English. That was her goal. Uh, she had always loved animals since she was a little girl. Of One of her first memories is being given a book about a talking cat by her mother when she was just a child. It sparked a lifelong fascination with animals and how do they communicate and led her to becoming a key part of the NASA-funded experiment of the 1960s. Ah, there was the missing part, the 1960s. Yeah. Okay. That's like the... Okay, uh, I can buy it. I can buy it now, the Mad Men days. That's, I, I can buy that. Well, it's also the, the other dolphin story occurred around in that same decade. Right. Yeah. It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's some bizarre shit going on with dolphins yeah. in the 60s, man. Who, right. knew, who, knew, who knew Flipper would spawn such a... Yeah. Well, it's fucked up as... Uh, <laughs> you know, they're, they're supposed to be one of the smartest animals... And we're just taking advantage of them. Like, yeah. We're fucking them pretty hard. Yeah. Because obviously these humans are doing this on porpoise. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is... Uh, okay, that was bad. What's the that, was, that was a bad on pun. Porpoise. I, take, I take that back. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. I was trying to think. I was like, no, it's a dolphin. Yeah. The difference was, of the nose. I, I was actually yeah. gauging the reaction from Drew because Drew got it, and all I got out of it was a... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's my 10 right there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I see. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you killed him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're killing right now. Dude. So killing. Uh, Margaret's brother-in-law mentioned there was a secret lab at one end of the island where they were carrying out work with the dolphins. Unable to resist, Margaret. I like the dolphin <laughs> reporters for the mirror, too. They're always yeah. unable to resist. They always They try to make it like a... Uh, like a love story. Exactly. I, I, t- I tried to resist, but it was useless. Yeah. Was she kept rubbing up against me in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Despite having a scientific, let's get to the good part. Come on. Uh, remembered vividly it's, what she saw the first time she observed the three dolphins. She explained Peter, Pamela, and Sissy. Sissy was the biggest, pushy, loud. She sort of ran the show. Pamela was shy and fearful, and Peter was a young guy. He was sexually coming out of age, or coming of age, and a bit naughty. Oh, <laughs> oh my. I gave Robert well, Jackson. Well. I think she's oh American. Oh, my. Um, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Funded by NASA, the, the scheme was to determine whether or not the dolphins could be trained to understand and speak English. Okay. Uh, but scientists were determined to get a closer look at the creatures and came up with a bizarre plan to watch them in everyday life. <clears throat> They, along with Margaret's help, transformed an ordinary home into a domestic dolphinarium by flooding it with knee-deep water. Is that the technical term, dolphinarium? Yeah. I think they made that up. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) It was NASA. They could do that, I guess. Oh, it's Um, a space thing. Space dolphin. Did they say a house? Yeah, yeah, they filled up a house with knee-deep water. Mm -hmm. Turned it into a dolphinarium. That's bizarre. Mm -hmm. That's just weird. Um, it's a dolphin orgy house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flop house. <laughs> like smoking opium. And, yeah. Uh, uh, water, water deep enough for them to swim. Yeah. Not deep enough to get away. <laughs> right. Yeah, you could pin them to the ground. Yeah. Uh, means no. Trap them. Trap them in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she explained. Peter liked me, or liked to be me. Or wait, Peter liked to be <laughs> dot 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 with me. That was a weird sentence. He would rub himself on my knee, my foot, or my hand, and I allowed that. 
Of course. I wasn't uncomfortable as long as it wasn't too rough in the beginning. <laughs> See where this dolphin thing goes. <laughs> yeah. I would put him on the elevator and say, you go play with the girls for a day. It was just easier to incorporate that and, let it, and just let it happen. It was very precious and very general. Yeah. Peter was right there. He knew that I was right there. She added, it was sexual on his part. It was not sexual on mine. Sensual, uh-huh. perhaps. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, oh, God. Uh, I was there to get to know Peter. That, that was part of Peter. <laughs> In the biblical sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. The yeah. dolphin biblical sense. Yeah, why is... <laughs> it's funny his so name's bizarre. Peter. So bizarre. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got this one. Sploosh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, uh, let's see. Let's get to the end here. Oh, not only was there Margaret's relationship with Peter, there were also rumors the dolphins had been abused when they were given LSD. Mm. Let's Let's study that sentence for a moment. Yeah. I think that's that was the think end. that they were abused when they were given LSD. Yeah, isn't giving them the LSD the abuse in its in itself? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's pretty fucked up to do to a dolphin. Yeah, I mean that's the, any sentient being that's fucked up to do without their consent. And mm-hmm. how the hell is a dolphin going to give you the consent to give it a yeah. hallucinogenic? Yeah. Well, what if you liked it, though? What if he was all like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, there is always that. So it got him all randy. That's... Yeah. Freaking, yeah. Yeah. Get him, Peter. <laughs> they named him Peter. All right. On purpose. That's yeah. Peter Porpoise. Yeah. Peter Porpoise. Picked a pair of pickled peppers. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yes. Well, that's yeah. it. That's it for the dolphin news. I don't, wow. yeah. It didn't, there wow. was no, it kind of left me wanting more. Yeah. Well, at least the last guy wrote a book. Yeah. That we could have gone and read had we wanted to. Yeah. yeah. His book was called Wet Goddess. Yes. <laughs> you know, left me one more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope it's a trilogy. That's right. <laughs> the, the, uh, the 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 cover photo is a shot of a dolphin shooting out of the water wearing a string bikini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throwing its head to the side in a seductive dolphin pose. Yeah. And and he's he's illustrated the, the author he's illustrated is Fabio. That's right. <laughs> he's just holding the dolphin, <laughs> the windblown hair. <laughs> Frilly lace shirt. Yeah. And he's like hmm. <laughs> uh, Wet goddess from the author that fucked a dolphin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good because you know she has she lived the life and you yeah yeah right where you know exactly mm-hmm. yeah went a whore. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand. She's not listening. No. All right, so let's get to the brass tacks. Is that right? Yeah. I use that properly. Cut yeah. All right. Cut to the chase. So I've got to disarm this here real quick. So we don't get record a big pop. We're still gonna hear it guys. Oh, oh one so more pleasant. one more going in. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Let me rearm this here. And then okay, so 
what we're doing is we, if you've never listened to one of these episodes before, Drew is uh, somewhat of a musical oracle. But, yeah. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah you, you have recommended many, many bands to me that I still listen to almost every day, like Mouse on the Keys. Oh, yeah. I almost want to play one of their albums, like one of their more recent albums, because they've changed a lot yeah, since I know the first the, time. Yeah, the Trace album. That album's awesome. Uh, there's like a lot of vocals and stuff on it. I know you've heard it. I play it at work all the time. Like you'll, you'll, What's it called? Uh, it's it's that group Mouse on the Keys. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've asked about them before. Yeah. yeah it's good they, stuff. Yeah, he plays it at work a lot. Yeah, yeah their drummer's are unbelievable. Um but yeah, that's a really great album. But the first one that we got here is uh, off of the new Thundercat album. Uh, yeah, like just came out a couple of days ago. Yeah. Oh, so this, uh, is released, br- this is a brand new drop then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very released cool. Released in 2020. Uh, it's called, the album's called It Is What It Is. And I don't know if anybody's ever heard, any listeners have ever heard Thundercat before, but he's... Uh, it was just on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh, really? Yeah, they were playing this song. Oh, good segue there into it. Here we go. Uh, what's this song called again? It's scrolling. I can't see it. Oh, Black Qualls. Black Qualls. Featuring, it's scrolling really slow, Steve <laughs> L- Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. And Steve R. Arrington. And Childish Gambino. Ah, nice. All right, so no further ado, here we go. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, headphones. Yeah, he's the bass player. Yeah, he's an incredible bass player. He plays a, like a six string. Yeah, like a crazy six string bass. And he's like, it's always doing like higher up melodies at the same time while he's like keeping a really low like bass thing. Yeah. Also, his drummer is Justin Brown. He's probably like one of my top five favorite drummers. Nice. Real revival lately of yeah. tunes kind of going back to that 70s funk vibe. Yeah, I love it. Wolfpack, yeah, Wolfpack. It's all so many bands. The Black Pumas, Black, Black Pumas yeah. do a killer job yeah. of that. Dude, did you show them uh, Mild High Club? No, oh, yeah, no, I know them. Oh, yeah. you know them? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're pretty weird. Somebody, Dude, he's supposed somebody to be working had, on a new album. Nice, somebody just turned me on to the, that guy, too. The, Send me a link, you know, on, on uh, FB or something. Yeah. Just since the just since the uh, 
That's uh, Alex. Quarantine has started. Alex Brighton, Breton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very impressed. Yeah, he's good. He has a uh, he moonlights a Steely Dan cover band sometimes. Oh, there you go. Called the Stealing Dan's. Stealing Dan's. The, the Stealing Dan's. The Stealing Dan's. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. I'm a huge Dan, Dan yeah, fan. Huge Dan fan. This is really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you hear that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he throws all that stuff. Like, he has a lot of just crazy, like, super fast, like, up-tempo, crazy bassline stuff. Yeah. You could go, you could dive on a couple, like, just the starts of songs of these, and there's, like, a lot of really Listen, crazy he's, stuff. He, Joe Dart is one of my heroes right now. This dude's very melodic. That's kind of the bass player, the, the kind of bass player I am too. I tend to be very melodic and very. Yeah. Well, so okay. This is not a super accurate representation of what they just do. Because, no, but that's a good tune. Though. Yeah, yeah. He writes a lot of really good stuff too. He also does just a crazy amount of like virtuosic, like really um, kind of hyper jazz influenced kind of stuff. But right. it's also got this kind of modernistic like. Um, electronic kind of vibe to it some of it yeah right yeah he uses the like the envelope filter effect on the bass a lot yeah pretty heavily so it sounds a lot like a synth a lot of times like an old moog it's got right. that, that meow bass that meow, yeah meow, meow, bass. Meow, meow. Yeah, meow, yeah 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 that is uh yeah that's kind of funny he's thundercat and his bass does meow dude the last uh <laughs> album he did he had the song and the whole hook was like it's cool to be a cat and it's like all about being a cat and all yeah. the verses are like stuff that cat would do like yeah. around in the sun and stuff like that <laughs> that's funny <laughs> but even like that one he uses cat sound synths because there's like this little like melody that goes down it's like meow meow meow, meow. <laughs> in the song it's yeah. it's great dude like real like real cat sounds yeah sampled and uh, yeah, it was like it was a, on a synthesizer or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Like a, I mean, I can tell you what it is if you want to like hear it. But, what what song is it? Uh, it's on the album before this, um, which is called "Drunk," not the drank one, which is like remixes of that. But All right, drunk. And it, I think it's called Tron Song. And then there's something about cats in parentheses behind it or something. Okay. Let's see. Oh, um, a fan's mail? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the one. Still not a super accurate representation of the, like the virtuosic stuff that he does. Yeah. It's a pretty cool baseline though. Yeah. So he's doing that like boom, 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 boom. But then at the same time he's also playing that. Like that's all him. Yeah, one of those things you can do with a six string that you can't do with a four. Yeah, it's more like playing the piano. Yeah. Yeah, those extended range cats. Yeah. 
<laughs> everybody you just everybody wants to be a cat. Yeah. This album in particular is a really great album, like all the way through. It's like a concept album, one of those kind of deals, where the whole thing just tells this overarching story, sort of. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of a sad boy, you know, but <laughs> yeah, it's really good music though. Put it on, uh, 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 or it's like, uh, 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 uh number three on this album. Yeah. Right now. Sure. I mean, oh, uh, if you want to hear the little this thing. Songs are pretty short, so. Oh yeah. yeah. We can play. There's a song on this album that has, uh, oh, who does it have? Michael McDonald and Kenny uh, Loggins on the same track. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's all they're all short songs. Or yeah. if you want to just play the start of the uh uh one. Yeah. This one just fades out, but. Cause that'll show you like how much of a crazy badass he is. This whole song is pretty much this whole thing. You've heard everything the song's gonna be, but it's a badass show of just technical prowess, you know? Yeah, that's insane. That's like that song on uh, uh, Songs in the Key of Life. Yeah. Uh, that one with. Uh, God dang it, I can't think of the name of it. song no isn't she lovely no it's like the jamie song on that sir duke no excuse me do you know the name of that song on uh oh you're talking about uh on songs of the key of life yeah the weird like jammy one like the fusiony one 
Oh, it's a... Uh, instrumental. Uh, oh, one word. One word title. Oh, shoot. We were just listening to this I know. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, as we all rap, rush to our phones. <laughs> yeah, right. Part of a song name is that to remember? Uh, no, it's not as either. Not as? Uh-uh. Uh, Saturn? No. Uh, oh, 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 oh! You're talking about? Uh, it's like contusion. Uh, contusion. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that one. Like it sounds like a fusion. It completely doesn't sound like anything else on the album. Yeah. Uh, that that last song kind of had that same sort of vibe like totally different than this yeah. Yeah. yeah his earlier albums were a lot more stuff like that though like because that's why he kind of like made his name and now he's kind of like gone into the second phase of his writing style right where he's like going deep into like the just crazy funk r&b stuff yeah because like, like i like the way he marries the electronica in with it too yeah dude yeah i like that a lot about his his music it always kind of has like this like semi-futuristic kind of vibe to yeah. it which is kind of trippy because I'm I'm hearing that, but in this I'm also hearing Commodores. I'm hearing I'm hearing yeah. old Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. That's why this album's Love really that. good. This is the album before the one that just came out, but this album was like really really good. And I like the couple albums before it, even the first one. That one has some really weird shit on it. Yeah, but they're all really good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we just missed Michael McDonald's whole thing. <laughs> there he is. Oh, there's logins too. They're yeah. Harmonizing together. Oh, that's awesome. It's good. Yeah. I mean, Michael McDonald's voice is kind of goofy, but, like, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, that Doobie Brothers wasn't sing, the same yeah. I, I yeah. Don't think yeah. after, <laughs> after he joined the group. Yeah. But. That's true. He kind of fucked up Doobie Brothers for me, but. He tried to funk him up a little. Well, it's where all the love songs came in. Yeah. But it's also where a lot of the big hits came from, too. Sure. And McDonald, uh, for somebody like myself who grew up in the 70s and, you know, was in high school and, and into my 20s by the time my 80s rolled around, Mike McDonald and Kenny Loggins were on everything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they were on everything. You could not, if there was a top 40 song playing on the radio and it was in the pop or R&B genre, there was a one in five chance that McDonald was singing backups on it and a one in seven chance that Loggins was singing backups on it. Yeah, they were cleaning shop back then. Oh, dude, so much so. (laughs) And writing songs for other people too. Oh, yeah. But see, oh, yeah. that's kind of living day. That's what Thundercast's doing. He plays on so many people's albums that you never thought of. Like, he plays on a lot of Kendrick Lamar albums. Mm, uh, I love Kendrick Lamar. I really do. I really like Kendrick Also stuff. overdue for another album. They, uh, there yeah. was some article came out that he just finished the recording part of the next album, and now they're in the editing and, like, chopping everything up and fucking with it phase because it's going to be another epic, like, uh, like studio overproduction album like uh, yeah. to pimp butterfly like the, right exactly 
Yeah, so that was like a jazz album. Oh, uh, but it was I love awesome, that man. Album, dude. It was so really good. many genres all just. Yeah, I listen to just that album Art, for no shit like a year. Jammed into mm. one. I mean, it, that's good stuff. Anytime mm. he puts out an album, I I listen to it only for like a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Damn was really good too, mm-hmm. and yeah. the uh, the whole concept of that thing. Did you guys look into that at all mm-hmm. very much? No, I've only just become familiar with the album. Oh, okay, so the last two or three months. So, damn is an album that you can play the playlist. If you bought the like collector's edition or whatever, right? It gave you the album, and then it gave you another album, which was the same album, but the playlist was reversed. So, the last song is first, next to the last song is second, oh. and you can listen to it both ways. And it tells a different story because there's this like theme that oh. is like sung in the very first song. It's like, is it wickedness? Right. Is it weakness? That whole thing. Right. So the, yeah, that kind of sets up the whole album. Yeah. If you listen to it backwards, it's like the story about the wickedness. And then if you listen forward, forward it's, a story. it's sort of about weakness. Right. Yeah. And so it's like him being the good guy or the bad guy. And there's a lot of weird stuff in it. So like the very last song, there's like the hype man guys in this song. Yeah. At the very start, they're doing the intro music and stuff. And he's like, uh, it's a something. He's like, hold up. We're going to put this shit in reverse. And it's like the first thing you hear when you start playing it the backwards way or like after the song starts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's little stuff like that. Like there's two songs. One's called Love and the other one's called Lust. Right. But they're right next to each other. And as they should be. In the the yeah. weakness way, when you play it the original way, uh, the song Lust is first. And then so love comes after that. And that it's weird. This is like going deep dive on it, but yeah. like that <laughs> so is it love or lust? Because it says that in the song too. Yeah. Right. By love being second, it implies that it was love instead, and it implies the reverse on the backwards Back side. Yeah. So love or lust is the same question, but then this time he goes with lust because that's the way the track order is, and it's just all these little things that add up to implying that is a, cool. is a story about the wickedness or the weakness, uh, the good guy or the bad guy, and even the very first there's that long um, him talking. I was taking a walk the other day. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it gets that thing. I thought about this way too much. I'm just, gonna say that. <laughs> but so the whole thing he's talking about taking a walk and, you know, he meets this lady and something happens and says, you are dead. And it kills that lady. Yeah, and, yeah. But the first way you kind of think the way it sounds that he was just taking a walk and it happened and it was somebody else. It was somebody else, right. But when you think about the wick, like the wickedness version, it's the last thing on the album and you've been thinking about this is a story of his wickedness. And so you feel like he's the one talking and it's like this, uh, like the story he's telling himself while he's doing this bad stuff to go shoot this old lady for no reason on the street sort of thing instead yeah. of him being the bystander and being like the nice guy. Like once you yeah. have that in your head all the way through the album and it gets to that speech, it like totally changes the meaning and inflection of it. Yeah. He sounds like a super sly, super creepy, just cold killer yeah. on the end of it. But on the start, it sounds like this innocent kind of, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like depending on which, like what happens before it or what happens after it. Yeah. Changes the way it's. I listen uh, to that album a lot, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both ways. Like yeah. for a long time, for like six months, I was just listening to the backwards version of it, just taking it in like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. That's a really good idea. So I'll have to give that a listen we, back. And the, Kendrick Lamar is like kind of pretty much confirmed all this stuff in interviews and stuff like that. So it's yeah. not just like a theory or anything like that. Like right, he's right. confirmed it and he made it that way for a reason. And that's why I think he's like a really just creative. I'm, I have super high expectations for this next album. Yeah. And it's not like they're not going to get met either because right. every time it comes out, it's just like something, even if I don't like it initially, I find why it's good later. And then I like it even more. Yeah. 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 I, there's they're a cool. lot of albums like that for me that it takes like a few listens and then uh, I just completely fall in love with them at that point. Yeah. Mars yeah. Volta made me do that on every single album pretty much. Mm hmm. Incubus was like that for me. Like every time they put out a new album, I'm like, I don't know if I like this. And then after like 10 listens, I'm like, oh, I get it. I hear yeah, what they're the, trying to do. They used to do that to me until they came out, started coming out with like the later albums. And yeah. I don't like any of the. No, I feel the same way. I, they lost me. It's there's like half of Light Grenades is the album that it is. There's like a Curl Left of the Murder, which is like the real crazy departure from everything that they'd done before. Mm. And that one was, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this. But then I became like obsessed with that album too. Mm -hmm. And then like grenades, it was kind of like the same thing, but then I just never came around on half of the songs. And I was like, some of these songs, I was like, Oh, that's a cool song. That's yeah. A, that's a fucking incubus rocker right there. Yeah. 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 But yeah, after that, and then the al whole albums after that, like two or three albums after that, I was like, Oh, none of these songs I even like, these are like the bad parts of what I didn't like about that yeah. one. Album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing against them. I right. Respect for going your own path and all yeah. that. But well, they've been doing it a long time, too, for a mo more modern band, you know? True. Yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What's next? We got... Oh, I, I did want to show you this one. Um, you remember Tigran Hermosian? I showed you, a, like, yeah. a YouTube video of him on one of the other ones? Yeah. Well, there's a song I've been transcribing the drum part for. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been listening to this song incessantly, but I think you guys should hear it. It's called Vardavar. It's from all when right. it's before he's now he's doing all this kind of like solo piano stuff and it's still really good. Yeah, he like beatboxes right. sort of while he's playing these super rhythmic patterns. He's like a real virtuoso kind of guy too, but right. uh, man, he's just a, he's a young guy, really creative yeah. stuff. Uh, but this was before all that when he had like a, a core group going mm -hmm. and they would learn all these crazy compositions with him and it'd be super rhythmic kind of really fast stuff. Oh, How cool. do you spell his name? Uh, T-I-G-R-A-N. And then the last name is H-A-M-A. Oop, hang on. R-A-M. I hate the fucking keyboard on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just enjoying the fact that oh, I'm hearing the haptic tick. Yeah, yeah. I know. I should have turned that off. You can still. So. Just put it on the silent. It is kind of soothing. No, I kind of like it. Yeah, no, no that's, that's I actually nice. like it. Uh, do you know what album's on? Uh, just type in uh, Vardavar after that. Vardavar. V a r d a r, v a r. Or wait, v a r d a v a r. Yeah. Oh, there you go. All A's. It's not not any E's like I thought there was when I tried to first look it up. Uh, v a r d a. R? No, D-A-V-A-R. All right. Vardavar. Yeah, did it pull up? Yes. Ah, there we go. 
It was on the... All right, tell me what time signature this is in, boys. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah, you have been listening to the shit out of the song. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Jackass. I was just about to say, I think it's just in four. Yeah. No, but there is a there's a hotly debated uh hot debate about this yeah. song and the ways to view it because all these people are just saying it's only four. Yeah. And it really is like all the patterns that he's doing is a sequence of numbers. Yeah. But it all adds up to thirty two and it's in sixteenth notes, so it's like two bar phrases and but yeah. it if you were learning it or trying to like kind of add to somebody, yeah, it would kind of be le- it's it's easier to go by the numbers than it is to be like oh this is one, two, yeah, three. like subdivide it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you kind so, of you kind of of course I've never heard this before, but by the time the first sixteen went around, it's like okay, yeah, it's starting to. The pattern is starting to emerge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's five, uh, five, five, three, five, five, four, five. So I was like, I've been listening great. to it on like half and quarter speed play <laughs> on YouTube because so, you, I'm transcribing it. Yeah, you'd have to. And so it's easier to count. When you're, but it's like one two three four five one two three four one two three one two three four five one two three four five one two three four one two three four five like that. Those are the same hits. It's just over uh, six over four. Right. God dang. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be hearing me practice this a lot, Billy. (laughs) This is what I want to do that video over. Oh, nice, nice. It's kind of funny. I used to love listening to anything with effed up key signatures or time signatures or anything that was done where it was set in patterns where it didn't really matter what tempo you're at or not tempo yeah. but what time signature you're yeah, in meter, yeah. it all still plays the same because you're, you're playing a pattern right but when I used to enjoy them I never I didn't have the talent to break them down and now that I'm at a point in my life where I can break them down yeah. I don't enjoy the music anymore <laughs> <laughs> well not like that not like I used to I enjoyed listening to it I don't want to try to yeah. play it now yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to always want to. Yeah, try I'm to still play. there. I'm still trying to. I'm like, I'm gonna play this on drums and make a video of it. <laughs> well, well, but as as a drummer, yeah, I get I get this one. I I, I understand the desire oh, yeah. to, to break it down and play it. As a bass player, oh, just yeah, just yeah. put it on a chart. <laughs> put it on a chart. Give me yeah. a click track. I'll be fine. 
don't make me memorize it. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Oh, see, you got a, you got a feel of the four there for just, <laughs> just a second. Yeah. Okay, no, now you can feel the four. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it basically just fades out. It's, it's when they double up those six. They've got that weird accent where they're doubling the 16, but the first the first hit is on the upbeat and the next one's on the down, so it goes like boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's that little skip yeah, in there. Yeah, it gives it that little hiccup. Yeah. Even though it's still in tempo, it feels atemporal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was one of y'all. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's funny. I like it when they leave shit like that on recordings. Like yeah. That. It makes it more. Uh, yeah. Like, wow. More... They were doing that. Actually. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, wow. Somebody was actually playing that. That's fucking insane. Yeah. The, uh, that's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. That dude just, but uh, even that, that's kind of like his older style of stuff. And now he's kind of more on this, like, uh, solo journey kind of thing. He's put out like right. two or three just solo piano albums, and he's really good though. There's this one the video that I listened, I showed uh, when Blake was on here. He's doing this whole song, playing it, and then he has like the melody and like the head portion of the song, right? And then goes into a piano solo over the form. Mm-hmm. And then has this left hand ostinato that's like boom, 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 boom. And he's like doing that the whole time, but going on this fucking crazy drum solo with his mouth. And he's like keeping these chords and stuff the whole time and doing like insane like metric stuff with it. Um, and the whole time he's doing the. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can play it again, but it's like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll play a little bit of it. Uh, yeah, it's like a 10 minute long song yeah. is the thing. So definitely check out the video cause it's amazing. Uh, but it, you want to play in like the drum set po- portion? Yeah. Do, in the video, do they get good hand shots where you can watch and play? Yeah. It's okay, really, cool. it's a really nice, like, um, not NPR, but one of the sister station sort of things in right. Austin. It's what the ways brought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay. And oh, we've played this before. Yeah. But here we will. The drum solo is like not even until like way later in there. It's like okay. over halfway. Oh, you can see his hands. That's good. Yeah, this is like in the Oh, piano. he's doing that Ramsey Lewis thing. But you can hear him doing that high yeah. Yeah. So that's how he does the drum solo too later. Yeah, Ramsey Lewis used to do that a lot, and on his on his solo stuff, you'd hear it off mic, mm. but he, he, it wasn't supposed to be on mic. He just couldn't yeah. help himself. He just, uh, Keith Jarrett is like that. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. 
Dude, it hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> now his left hands are doing the same thing the whole time. He's like air drumming. Yeah. Spends way too much time subdividing things in his head. guy hasn't spent hours he's like a listening child to prodigy. Stan Getz and, yeah. and old old cats like that very very cool a comment underneath it here seeing this guy play was the scariest musical experience of my life <laughs> <laughs> I can't really think of a more complete improvising pianist since Mildawu. Uh, I don't know how to say that. His musical voice is so heartbreakingly unique. His technique is just about as good as you could get, and his rhythmic and melody concepts are astonishing. Truly a once-in-a-generation musician. Glowing review. Yeah, that's a good review. And pretty accurate, yeah. That's pretty unique. touches yeah his solo albums are fucking beautiful oh i bet they are i bet bet they are uh some of them the best music that i've heard that's been written like now yeah Yeah. what's this cat's name again (laughs) tigran hamasian that's what i wanted you to do yeah put it in your phone (laughs) here we go (laughs) how you spell it can you see that it's hamasian Hamas, yeah, 
Hamasan, man. All you fabled broadcasters, yeah. go listen to Tigran Hamasan. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, Tigran Hamasan. His second appearance on... So podcast. good, he had to play it twice. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we played that last from the, uh, on the second or third. Man, uh, <clears throat> I watched this interview. There's this really... So... I, was, I told you I was going on that little jazz rabbit hole, looking to find all these players and stuff. Yeah. I came across this interview. There's this really awesome jazz piano player named Barry Harris. Mm-hmm. And he was doing an interview. And a piano legend that like everyone widely accepts is Bill Evans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he played on Kind of Blue, the Miles Davis album. Bill He's, Evans is legendary mm-hmm. on his own right not even because like yeah, yeah he no, came just, up with just, miles davis but he yeah. uh so this interview i found of barry harris he was like man everybody talks like bill evans is all this and that and, and he was just trash talking the shit mm-hmm. out of him <laughs> and he's like yeah it was, it was nothing that hank jones hadn't done and so I was like, oh, fuck. Well, now I got to go find it. Because <laughs> this, this guy, Barry Harris, he would do like these group yeah. lessons in his house. He would have like 20 like doctoral piano students come in and they would all sit around him in the piano and they'd be with their tape recorders and videotaping it. Yeah. And he's talking about how to play over giant steps and shit like that. Yeah. But it's one of those. And somebody said something about this song that Bill Evans wrote. And he's like, come on, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he starts going off on this rant about Bill Evans. And he's like, yeah, it's nothing that Hank Jones hadn't done before him. And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you said... One of the students is like, oh, yeah, so uh, you're, you, we were talking about Hank Jones. He's like, he's more Bill Evans than Bill Evans is. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> fuck, well, now I got to go listen to... Yeah. So I checked out some of his stuff, and it's really good, too, man. That guy's a fucking bamf. Uh, piano? Pianist? Pianist. Pianist. He's a uh, 13-inch pianist. Jeez. <laughs> Ooh. Oh god, he's got, he's, got, he's got a piece on him. That's <laughs> impressive, bordering on spectacular. Yeah, no kidding. I'm not, I wouldn't I don't think I'd like to see that. In like a, <laughs> in a freak book. Like, More uh, like Guinness Book of Records. Yeah, see, I don't have the uh, sound effects hooked up. See if you can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. <clears throat> yeah. Or you know, they seem better. Oh, shit. Not that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, it works. Yeah, sploosh. Sploosh. Um, oh, yeah. So let's do real quick. Um, so this is one of the favorite. I love the, I kind of like the little tapping sound, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good I feel job, like that's Apple. One, I yeah. feel like that's one of those things, though, that your listeners would just be like, Hey, Tappy! Yeah, knock yeah. it off! Yeah, yeah! I oh wonder, my God, that's so annoying! I wonder if he knows we can hear yeah. that. <laughs> that's one of those things that you'll read in an email. They'll be like, "Uh, yeah, I love the show, but can you turn the fucking click off on yeah. your?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do you need your keyboard sounds on? Are you blind? <laughs> yeah. Wait. <what? laughs> All right. So this is uh. This is a band that Drew introduced to us, I think, on the very first one of these. And uh, oh, right, yeah, you're talking about Mouse and Keys. Yeah, and they're uh, oh, Mouse and Keys. Yeah, yeah, we saw some. They put out, or the first thing I ever saw with them was some 
music video that they had put out, but you you fall in love with them pretty instantly. Uh, they've got some crazy grooves. Uh, so this is like that it's, album Trace. Uh, I guess it's their third album Trace it makes sense. And uh, yeah, like the opening track, like just kind of s- totally just set you right in the right mood for the remainder of the album. But uh, this is that. It's called Clarity. Their drummer's just so badass. Yeah, he is. This album's got a lot more synth stuff on it, too. Than... Yeah, I feel like they like joined the 21st century. Yeah, they used to do a lot of piano. funny too a lot of these albums that I listen to at work I've never heard them with headphones on yeah so there's all these sounds I hear that I've never heard before like that that pad that's on the yeah it's just like an atonal sort of thing I've never ever heard that before oh you should have heard us reviewing the Black Pumas album yeah (laughs) because he plays at work all the time and we're always hearing it on that line array but we were both sitting here First time either one of us had heard it in headphones, the whole the whole album were like, "Oh wow, did you hear that?" Back yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. that's mixed in really well over here. <laughs> yeah, headphones. This sounds totally different in headphones too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome, man. Did uh, I tell you about the Darkness's new album? That's a left turn, but. No, but we should. I mean, uh, I have. I've heard that one song. Uh, oh yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. We should play that song. That's a great fucking song. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking it rocks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it rocks. It rocks. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, these guys are so good, though. Yeah. And this is a like I always like looking at the the progression of a band because this is like a departure from what they were doing mm-hmm. when I showed you that one song the yeah. video that got everybody hooked yeah the early stuff was a lot more it still kind of had like sort of a jazzy spin to it but it was a lot more aggressive yeah and like the drums were a lot more like drum and bassy as far as just the, the you know the tempo that he would play in it kind of with the ghost notes and everything yeah yeah and he holds back a little bit more on this album, on some of the songs, but it's still like amazing grooves, you know. Yeah. He's playing for the song. Exactly. Like they kind of laid back, so he kind of laid yeah, back. He a used bit. to show off a lot. Yeah, it used to be like a lot of their songs would be just like a good section in the middle was just like them hitting chords for a rhythm thing for a drum solo to play yeah, over, yeah. which is cool. Like I like I like that <laughs> right, <but yeah. laughs> as a drummer, but. <laughs> I realize it's not like the most like user friendly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one, this song always reminded me of that. Uh, Richard Spaven. No. Oh, it reminds me of that. It does kind of remind me of that, but uh, there used to be like this really popular song that had a uh, like monks chanting in the background. That was kind of kind of electronic, like in the nineties. Like in the nineties, yeah. I forget what it was. But it was like a hip hop ish kind of. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what song that was. 
but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like monks do. <laughs> like monks do. You know, like the Gregorians. Yeah. Yo, these are just like three Japanese dudes. Two piano players and a drummer. That's it? Pretty much. They have a lot of guests. I think they have a studio drummer or a studio bass player. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, they they feature a lot of people. Like, uh, I don't know what some of these people do, but like most of the songs on this album are featuring someone. Yeah, Uh, I haven't done that on this album yet, but usually when I... There's like a lot of features and stuff like that on albums, and they put that artist... I go check out that artist and like yeah. kind of branch off from there, especially if it's like a newer album or something. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play one more song off this album because this fucking song gets me every time I hear it. It is. Uh, oh, yeah. I just, I love the vibe of this song. It, it's like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's pretty futuristic, too. Yeah. But the chick's voice, uh, her name is uh, Dominique uh, Fils. Oh, God, it's French. I don't know. F-I-L-S-A-I-M-E with, a, with an accent over it. Fils. Fils. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this, this song, whenever I hear it at work, I'm just like, ah. This sounds totally different in the headphones. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's most like the pads and like the reverbs and shit yeah. you can't really make out on a PA system, you know. Well, like that that harmony vocal. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard it before. Yeah. Yeah, you lose so much when you listen to just a line array. Mm-hmm. Well, the stereo mix kind of gets canceled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is why I love it when you guys play albums on that little set back there, because at least that's in stereo. Yeah. Fucking sax solo, that's 80s as shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does put off kind of like almost like a synth uh, wave sort of vibe. Actually, the way he's playing is kind of a Dave Cause kind of makes it kind of gives it a Dave Cause kind of feel. It's not as drastic as the Black Boomers, but it's so different in the headphones. So different. yeah. Oh yeah, you can hear that lead coming yeah, out in yeah, the yeah. background. Yeah, exactly. It's, it comes in real loud. I've, I've heard this song that. 20 times if I've heard it once but I've never heard it like this before yeah (laughs) it's kind of like listening to it all over again for the first time yeah this song's called Pulse Just got a nice 
nice little vulnerability to her voice. Mm -hmm. had a uh, like shuffle yeah see even the piano guys <laughs> on this album they've dialed it back a lot too yeah like they used to do whenever they'd give them a solo. It was more like that Tigran Ramasian stuff, where he's like, yeah, yeah, it was fast, like. But yeah, they've they've definitely tried to play more to the song too. It's a little bit more of a pop album than their earlier stuff. It's just got like their little jazz twist in it. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. I enjoy that. No, I know I'm showing my gray hairs here, but are you guys familiar at all with? The solo stuff Godly and Cream did back in the early to mid '80s. Mm-mm. Nah. It, there's one video that you would you would probably you probably seen from even from back in the day. But they used to be the driving force behind a band called Ten CC back in the '70s. Okay. And Godly and Cream were on the cutting edge in the early '80s of. Uh, that well, it's, it sounds very similar to that tune we just heard, where it's yeah. all these nice, rich synth pads and everything's kind of cool and melodic. Yeah, uh, very interesting stuff. They were kind of ahead of their time, so they uh, they weren't terribly popular, but definitely had that. Definitely had a very similar vibe to that. Very cool. They're I, on I Apple like Music. That. Well, yeah, Godly and Cream were were huge. They got an album called Golden Boy and one called Cry. Cry is the one, and Cry is the tune associated with the video. You're most likely, if you've heard any of their stuff, this is the one you Cry well, is the probably song. heard. Yeah. Okay. Don't know if it's worth. Well, it's actually it's not a bad tune, but you'll you'll hear what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. They got three albums: L Freeze Frame and Ismism. It's <laughs> a funny name. Oh yeah, that's totally eighties. Uh, <laughs> but but they kind of they're kind of the ones that established this sound. Yeah. So all the other bands you heard doing this kind of shit in the eighties, yeah, they did it first. Yeah. And the it won't even hit the part that actually sounds like that other song until we get more towards the middle. But this is. You ever seen the video from the '80s where it's the first video that did it? They were, all the faces are centered, but it morphs from face to face to face to face. Yeah, and everybody's singing, you know, mouthing the lyrics to the song. It's like but a, the whole the whole video, the faces are just morphing one into another, like black or white. That Michael Jackson song. Yeah, yeah. doesn't yeah. matter. You're black or white. That was a cool uh, effect. Yeah. 
That one was weird. The Michael Jackson one. I remember when that one came out. Like, yeah. That was, that was like, uh, they did it so well that it, it like freaked people out. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, song, this song doesn't ring any bells with you. No. No, I've never heard it. Yeah. First time. Doesn't doesn't surprise me. Yeah. The, no, I was... The uh, video you... I, I'm, just something in my head says, I'm sure you've seen the video, but... Yeah. But you hear all the, even though they're not as rich and, and prominent as they were in that last track we were just listening to, you hear yeah. how all the pads are in there. Nobody was doing that before these guys in the 80s. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. Not Depeche Mode, New Order. It, it, nobody. Yeah. Because these guys were doing that kind of shit with synths in the late 70s as 10cc. Yeah. You know, you're familiar with 10cc, right? I don't know. Oh, what's the name of that song? Oh. And this video is on YouTube. You have to look it up sometime just to just to watch it. It's it's interesting. It's that strat tone yeah. the guitar. Yeah. It's a fucking remnant of a or a uh, David Gilmore influencer. <laughs> yeah. The tone for sure. Yeah, that's sort of oh. like out of phase strat. Mm-hmm. Okay. This even though this song you can you can kill that unless you're liking it and want to listen to it. It's almost over. A song they did at 10cc will actually give you kind of a better feel for how they were doing this stuff. Yeah. A song from 1975. I know, I know, but the 1975. Uh, oh, and I just had it. I just had it in my head. Um, I should just had it on my phone. Uh, oh, I'm not in love. Right. And you've had to have heard this song at some point. Let's see. But most of what sounds like vocals in the song are, are not. Oh, weird. A lot of it. I mean. You can you can tell on many listens what is and what isn't, but freaking electric piano is awesome. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One of the sappiest love songs you've ever heard, <laughs> but it's great. Ten CC on the zoo. Okay. Oh yeah, I have heard this. Uh, I don't know what movie it was it in. Oh, it's been in. Uh, it's been in a ton of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I've totally heard this song. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think I've heard this song. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, it's a, it was in a big movie. I can't remember what it was. Uh, let me see if I can figure it out. Oh, oh. Okay, well, since you've never heard this, you'll like it.
that road sound. Uh, it was awesome. in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. It was, wasn't it? That's where I heard it. Okay, check this part out here. If you can't figure out what this woman is about to say, I'll tell you after. Big boys don't Big cry. Big boys don't cry. Yeah. That's right. Big boys don't cry. But see, back when this came out, we were all listening to it on transistor radios and those nasty old school dashboard speakers, and that's all you had in your car. Yeah. yeah. So you couldn't hear it as cleanly as we just did going, Big boys don't cry. Yeah. It comes off, it used to come off with, Big boys don't cry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Simple cheesy bridge, <laughs> yeah, no, to bring like, the chorus to, back. Exactly. I like the, I like the transition. To I do it. too. Yeah. I like all the keyword. Oh, it's it's almost nothing but keyword yeah. in this band. That Rhodes with the phaser on it sounds bad. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got a Rhodes from Spencer. Oh yeah, suitcase seventy three. Yeah. Nice. Mark one. Yeah. Even stuff that came out like 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like there's songs um, like uh, uh, F is for Family, the theme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had never heard that song before until that show. And then I was uh, watching something and they were saying, yeah, we picked that song because almost because a lot of the great songs in the 70s are already taken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. You know, we didn't want to have a theme song that somebody else had, so we just picked a song that nobody had heard as a theme song. And I had never even heard the song, period. And then, yeah, I started watching the show, and I was like, "That's a great fucking song." That's How have I tune. never heard that before? It's a, it's a great tune, and it's it's old. It's almost as old as I am. Yeah, yeah. But isn't it a nice arrangement? Though? I mean, just the way the they laid everything are awesome. out. Yeah. And that's that really is that's history. That's 1975. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Oh, 
Oh, this is the long version too. This is like the album mix. Oh, no, it's on so. This was off the. Uh, oh, gotcha. They did the, like, uh, <clears throat> they do those re- 20th century master albums. It was off of that one. Oh, gotcha. 20th century master <laughs> albums. <laughs> <laughs> As in 21st century schizoid man, only mm-hmm. 20th century. Okay. Yeah. It was a stretch. Yeah, that's worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were we were with you. Yeah. Uh, what what else you got there, Drew? Oh, do you want to listen to that darkness? Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that the new fucking song is. I haven't heard the whole album, but I listened to most of the album so far, and it's pretty fucking rocking. So you remember that band, The Darkness? They had that song, I believe, in a thing called Love, and the guy has a super high voice. Oh, vaguely, yeah. I believe in a thing called love. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. almost kind of goofy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but they fucking straighten their shit up on this album, yeah. <laughs> dude. This new song is completely. I mean, it's like a Queen song. Oh really? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. like they take a fucking left turn. Yeah, yeah. Hard on it, dude. Uh, let's see. So this song, or this album, the album's yeah. called Easter is canceled. <laughs> Easter is well, it certainly is perfect it for this really year. Is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Fucking, how did they know? They didn't even. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. Uh, okay, so this song is called Rock and Roll. Uh, rock and Roll deserves to die, and it's fucking epic. Okay. Nice and headphones too. Organ in the back. Yeah, Mellotron, dude. Yeah.
Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It's <laughs> <dude. laughs> a main rib. Interesting. Right? <laughs> Damn, this reminds me of... Uh, Backup vocals sound like Queen. You remember Blitz and Trapper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mandolin. <laughs> Take him to Solo Town, boys. Mm-hmm. It's like they're doing a classic fucking sound, like a format that, like, you would know. Yeah. But they're putting, like, a new kind of different spin on it, I think, a little Mm -hmm. bit. Where it's not, like, boring, predictable shit that you would know what's going to happen next. Yeah. (laughs) The video's... Awesome. Have you all ever seen the video? Yeah. <laughs> That's another band that sounds like a band from the 70s. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not sure I like that, but it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> right? The the elements that reminded me of Queen, I liked quite a bit. Yeah. The other half of the song reminded me of Queen's Reich, which uh. I did not enjoy very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of torn on that one. I have to give that one another listen. His voice definitely takes... Uh, uh, it's definitely... It's got a Getty vibe to it. You, you got to kind of... Uh, get a girl accustomed to it's it. Acquired taste. Yeah, 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 it's acquired. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I can, I can Beer, hear that. Beer, coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did I ever show you Deer Hoof? I showed you uh, some of them. Deer Hoof? Yeah, did I ever play it on the thing, though? No. Oh, man. Okay, I know this is highly unprofessional, but I've got to take a walk down that hall. Dude, oh, yeah. I have no choice. Not Here, so. we'll take a quick little twofer. Cool. One for two. 
All right, and the there we magic of audio. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we were talking about this just a second ago. We played it on the Continental Breakfast Club earlier, but it's a <clears throat> it's a it's a hell of a groove. It's a new classic, man. Yeah, this guy's name is Brushy Brushy One String. He's only got one string on his oh, guitar. I I haven't listened to him yet, but I've seen his videos <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> oh, I like him already. <laughs> yeah, this. Rocking that one string. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they keep showing this guy in the video too. It's just some dude with a butterfly in his arm. <laughs> Not even like digging it really. He's just no, like he's just sitting there kind of like watching intently. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Not a bad groove, man. Chicken in the corn. Like on a one string. Chicken in the corn. Chicken in the corn. Chicken Virtuoso performance on one string. Yeah, it's not bad on one string. Well, no, with with, with that occasional guitar slap. Yeah, he's actually holding a pretty nice groove. <laughs> oh shit! We used to have. Now this is going back a few years. This is back in the early '90s, and this guy's long dead. He was a friend of Pops Carter. If you been around Denton long enough to know who Pops Carter was. Mm-hmm. Was he really? This guy? No, 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 no. The guy, oh, the guy I'm about, about to say, tell you holy about. shit. No, the guy I'm about to tell you about. Oh, okay. I have no clue what the guy's name was, but we used to call him Bug Eye. Yeah. And he had this, and we call him Bug Eye because he had this one eye. It was as if he had no eyelid on that one eye. Yeah. And yeah. so, and his <laughs> other, okay, if, if I say the name Doug Benson, do you know who I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Comedian? Comedian, So yeah. you know he's got that... He, even when he's not stoned, which is all the time, he always looks like he's stoned because he always got that one eye partially closed. Yeah. Well, this is Bug Eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one eye almost completely closed and the other wide open. You'd think he was Popeye, but we called him Bug Eye. <laughs> Bug Eye had an old, beat up piece of shit, crap, silver toned acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And he would sit on the corner and. He would play this shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. It was shit. Yeah. It, it sounded like shit, and he made it up, and he couldn't play. Yeah. But damn, that guy sounded good doing it. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. just had one of those voices. That, when he would sing, he'd be like, <laughs> yeah, like Howlin' Wolf or something. Oh, the dude's vocals were unbelievably good, yeah. but he was everything he would say was just total fucking gibberish, and you couldn't <laughs> understand a thing. And his guitar was—he never tuned his guitar, so yeah. it was—he couldn't play chords or anything because, well, yeah, if you did, you wouldn't recognize him. Yeah, guy, but guy you likes get, to see Elmo's you, naked, but you get really, <laughs> but you get really drunk and be walking around Fry Street, and he'd never be on. Fry Street proper. Yeah. He'd always be on like the alley kind of behind Jim's diner, which used to be on Fry Street. Or or he'd be camped out between the fence from the old Sammy's house and the zebra head shop. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, always just kind of off the road, but always there. Yeah. And so you'd see all these drunk college kids, these stoners. This is 91, 90, 91. I'd be walking around. Dude, just... Back there wailing. <laughs> yeah. And everybody would be standing around. And they'd either be mesmerized or they'd be laughing their asses yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> and old bug guy didn't care. He was, yeah. he'd have his, he have his, his old beat up. He had one of those old beat up particle board cases, cases yeah. open and people throw coins in there. Bugger, thank you. Bugger, thank you. <laughs> Every time you throw a coin in, he would like, Bugger, thank you. Dude was a trip. Yeah, I, I, uh, but he I, he reminds me of him though. Yeah, he's more talented. But the, the, what's, what's his name? Bootsy One String. What's, uh, what's, b- brushy, 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 brushy One String. Because yeah. he brushes it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I see why that makes you so happy. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a god. It's a catchy song, man. It is. Yeah. Jingle the corn. Yeah, the uh I was when I was going to school in Mississippi, I was at the supermarket and there was this guy out front playing guitar. And uh at the time I had really, really long hair, so I looked like a guitar player. And yeah. he stopped me and he was like, You look like a guitar player and I'm like, Yeah, I am. He's like, well, play me something. And he had this guitar with him. And I was like, okay. And I grabbed the guitar, and the strings were all rusty as shit. And I'm like, oh, gross. All right. And then I tried to just play like a chord, and it was completely out of tune. Like every string, there wasn't a single. And I was just like, ah, I'm sorry, man. I, I. I can't play this. <laughs> no offense, but Jesus Christ. You need new strings. You need to tune it. Like, uh, And, you know, I was... This was before, like I uh, even had started trying to play in alternate tunings or anything. I was like, I I can't even like make anything up on this. It's just so far out of tune, and uh, yeah. And I was young and not as um, you know proficient as I am now. But, right. Um, yeah, I, I could pretty much just play power chords back then. So I tried to do one of those. Didn't work. And I was like, no. Nope. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, smells like teen spirit. Here we go. <laughs> uh, all right, so we were going to play Deer Hoof. All right. Yeah, I was going to see if we want to get weird with it. Deer Hoof. Yeah. So they have a four foot nothing uh, Asian lady as their singer and bass player. You were telling me about yeah. them. Okay. Okay, Pretty I'm good. in. I'm yeah. down. 
Mm-hmm. Let's go. What is uh oh? What's a good album? Friend Opportunity is probably my favorite from theirs. All right. Friend Opportunity. Uh oh. It's uh, black and it has yellow and green and white letters. Uh, I got Deer Hills versus Evil. Mm, it's breakup that. song. Oh, see all. Yeah, see, that would help. All yeah, right. see them all, Bill. Friend yeah. opportunity. There we are. Uh, from 2009. Yeah. Nine. Um, I bought this record on a whim. I just saw the album. Uh, I got it. Well, not the album, but CD yeah. in the store one day and I. I was I used to do this thing where if like an album cover caught me, I would give it a shot, just roll the dice. I used to do that back in the eighties. If yeah. I was looking through albums and I'd never heard of the band but I liked the cover, yeah. I'd buy the album and, and give it a shot. Yeah. Um discovered a lot of really good bands that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, kinda rolling the dice, but yeah, every now and then it would probably pay off. Yeah, I mean oh, like, yeah, I bought I some like crap Hoof. albums too. Yeah. But. The Galaxist is a really good song. All right. I like their drummer a lot. I saw them live after I heard this album. Yeah. And they were touring this album, so I was like extra fucking pumped for it. But their drummer had nothing. He had like a bass drum, a snare drum. He had um, this thing called a cable hat, which is like yeah. a hi-hat pedal. But yeah. It goes to a long cable, so you can put it anywhere on the drum set. Yeah. And so he had the cable going to the ride cymbal spot and had two like 20 or 22-inch rides as hi-hats. Oh, snare drum, wow. kick drum, and then he had like these two little like wood block attachments that were like the little LP, like half moon ones. Like total, total minimalist. And he played more crazy shit than I'd seen anybody play in a long time. <laughs> but that's, yeah. That's, that's why I dig dudes like Nate Smith, who basically oh, go out there with, Smith, a, with yeah. a kick drum, a snare, His and album a hi-hat, really good too. and that's it. Yeah. And he plays some wicked stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Fearless Flyers. Yeah, Ghost Notes all yeah. over the place. It does not sound like he only has those three pieces. His NPR no, Tiny Desk concert was crazy. It's very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tiny Desk. His Tiny Desk was very good. But yeah, in that way, he's their drummer is uh, Greg Saunier. And oh, I've heard of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Galaxist. Sounds like Khaki King. A little yeah. bit. Her singing voice. Perfect two notes right here. I like. <laughs> I like how they just occasionally throw in just a 
hit of dissonance just for a moment, and then it backs out. Yeah, everyone always describes this band as jazz for punk rock. Yeah, I can see that. And this album is really good for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jazz for punk. Yeah, that uh, yeah. that is a good description. Yeah. yeah. I dig that. They have. Can we just listen a little bit into this one song on here? Uh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the last song on there, I think it's called "Look Away." Yeah. This is the craziest use of dissonance to resonance that I've ever heard. Just uh, no, I'm no. I'm I'm a resonance fan, so that's they're gonna have to go pretty <laughs> pretty di- far to dissonance to, to that to uh, consonance rather. Yeah. Yes, I'm one of the. One percent of people in this world that like the residents. Mm-hmm. I find some odd satisfaction from dissonance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Love it. this is one of the craziest resolutions. Um, it's not, it's a little bit later, but. Sounds like the drums are panned hard all the way to the right. They are. They're panned hard right. Yeah. I have my headphones on backwards, so it sounds hard left to me. (laughs) 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 But I get what you're saying. Yeah. They're hard. Hard. Boy, yeah. How how about if we said just heavily panned to one side? (laughs) Yeah. No, that's fine. The Ramones used to do that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but they'd have the drums panned to one side hard and the bass panned hard to the other yeah. side. 
See, they're just playing with it. Yeah. Right not, here. They're not really... <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That right there. Yeah. Yeah, that core right there. Yeah, it gets all weird after this, but as if it wasn't weird enough. But <laughs> up to that no, point, I'm, I'm still like, waiting for it to get weird. So far, I'm liking it. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're toying with weird, dangling weird in front of us like it's a forbidden piece of fruit. Yeah. Uh, their guitar player. Has like a really experimental oh, noise project after, or like aside from this. Oh, somebody was paying attention to the Adrian Ballou videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is like pretty weird to me. Okay, no, <laughs> this is no. Now it's getting good. Now it's getting good and weird. Intentionally drunken drums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is getting rather residence like. <laughs> What's the name of this band again? Deer Hoof. Deer Hoof. Yeah. Not something I would listen to on a daily basis or even a weekly basis. Even this song is like. Testing the boundaries of it, really. Like they I kind of like it though. Yeah, yeah. The other, like the song that we listened to before this, is like in a whole different vein. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, if you put it on the first track on this album, yeah. It's a little yeah, more. Yeah, you can. You can cut that. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you can cut that anytime. It's a little like. more palatable. But I like <laughs> it. And you can hear those little wood blocks. Yeah. 
He's doing that with drums. I bet these guys were interesting live. Yeah. I've seen them live like four times now. They're insane, and it's always different. It's like they don't even play the songs. Like they elaborate a lot of different stuff, and right. it's an awesome live show. Yeah. Highly recommend. Oh, I bet they improv a lot. Yeah, a band like this would yeah kind of be prone to it. I would think. Send sound. Mm-hmm. With the guitar tone, it's like Yeah. Holy crap, look at the size of the bass drum that guy uses. Oh yeah. Jeez Louise, it's massive. She is four foot nothing, isn't she? <laughs> Maybe taller than that, Tiny but she kid. is. And she has like that big ass bass when they play live. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome, dude. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, dear. Yeah, I've. Uh, that was one of those bands that I always used to get all the deer bands mixed up. Deer Hunter, The Deer Hunter, Deer Hoof. I always get them. We go like super heavy if you want to. Wasn't that uh, instrumental adjective again? That one song you were like, who was this? Yesterday? All right. Uh, what is it? Instr. Yeah, that's right. Instrumental. Er. Yeah. And then in parentheses, ADJ, period. Yep. Um. There's a three-song album that's like Reducto Absurdum or something like that. Yeah. And it's that title track. It's pretty good. Numbers. You getting into much heavy stuff, Doyle? Um, define heavy. We're about to define Boom. heavy. Boom! 
Now, this is heavy in the sense of modern prog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, this is fine. When you said heavy, did, I thought you might be death, talking to death metal. <laughs> oh, yeah. or, uh, we could get on, like Between the Buried and Me stuff if you wanted to. But. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not into it. <laughs> I, I have to listen to it at work all the time, and I can't stand most of it. <laughs> Although Brooks has turned me on to some pretty cool stuff yeah. that I did like. But if you like prog more, stuff, there's oh, heavy I'm, stuff that's like, there's this band called Between the Buried and Me. Yeah, I'm that familiar does, with him. Yeah. Like, they got some pretty cool shit. Yeah. They're not super heavy. No, it's not their stuff. I don't is. Think yeah, heavy. they get pretty heavy, I guess. They, yeah, at that time, yeah. Uh, See, I don't consider this heavy. Yeah, just the I tones. Mean, it, it's got heavy tones, yeah. but it's 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 in the vein of prog I like modern of modern prog that I, I still enjoy. Yeah, it sounds like a heavy King Crimson kind. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, that has a very Crimson esque feel. Yeah, it does. Oh, no, I like this. Who is this? Oh, wait, this is uh, the uh, instrumental, instrumental adjective. adjective yeah. Reductio de absurdum, or the. Uh, yeah, absurdum, yeah. 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 Again, another one of those bands I've seen. On you know, as I'm scrolling through stuff on YouTube and never listen to. I love prog. <laughs> yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> the drummer from Plainy was drumming on this on Instagram. Oh yeah. Have you listened to Plainy at all? Yeah, he's yeah. pretty badass. Yep. That is such a that is such a Jan Hammer style <laughs> line. I love that. chug all day, dude. <laughs> I know. Let me stand in the front for a second. 
Yeah, I know I played you the Travis Orban Projects album before, mm-hmm. but I want to play a little intro to his album again where he's talking to his mom on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No. It'll be funny. All right. After this, it'll be funny. All right. Emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. It gives it such a great feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a sweet riff. <laughs> should have known about these guys a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I even hear just a little hint of early Spock's brain in there, too. Yeah. Spock's beard? Just, just, just a tiny bit. Spock's beard? Spock's beard. What did they say? Brain? Yeah, Spock's beard. binge-watching Star Trek TOS this week. Oh, yeah. And I just watched the Spock's Brain episode like three days ago, four days ago, so I Freudianed that one out. that it reminded me just now of uh there's this drummer called travis orban and he does a lot of like studio session things from his home uh, for bands like this right but he put out this album a while back called uh projects and it has, starts off with this call from his mom and i'll just play it for you I, it reminded me of it but it's really funny hold on hello everybody my son travis is going to play some instrumental Progressive music for you. Ready? One, two, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah. So get some mom to do the count. Yeah. Yeah. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> okay, frog. I'm in it. Yeah. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. Look. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> 
Awesome. Pretty good. Pretty, Damn it. Uh, Damn it. Hold on. Pretty. pretty uh, yeah. Wait, where is it? On. Where is it? Uh, I need it. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty, 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 pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody peed it up something awful. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> peed the dickens out of it. <laughs> <laughs> And give me one more sploosh, please. Oh, uh, yeah. No, 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 fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Didn't know I was asking. Sploosh. Oh, there it was, there it was, okay. Sploosh. <laughs> Gotta remember that's G. <laughs> awesome. Well, good stuff. It's been almost two hours. I think uh, that's a pretty good one. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, pretty, 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 I'm surprised that like I, just how I feel cheapened because you know <laughs> I, I only did the back nine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised at how uh, like tired I am mentally. <laughs> just like trying to think of shit to say. Like it's been a, I've been like stuck in quarantine for like two or three weeks, and this was my idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it feels like it's been it's three tough, weeks, man. but it's it's barely been two. Yeah. Means I still got three more paid. <sighs> Boom. Three more paid what? Weeks of uh, time off. Weeks of time off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three, more, three more weeks. Yeah. The, three more weeks. Yeah. Our, yeah. 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 Uh, GC paid for the first two. Yeah, I'm just working from home. Yeah. <sighs> Tell them not. I would if I could. There's no way for me to. Yeah, uh, car salespeople are doing it. Mm-hmm. Don't be a lazy bitch, Bill. Well, see, I wish I could like <laughs> log on to. <laughs> I wish we could let, log now, see, on if, to like the GC.com site. And, see, if they would let me, I could work from home. I have a workbench at home. I could fix guitars at home. Yeah. But what good would that do? I'm not letting those people come to my house to drop the guitars off. Yeah. I'll meet you at the post office. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll meet you in front uh, of the Kroger where they don't get suspicious about us <laughs> social distancing. Yeah, yeah. In a dark alley. Not that one. Not that one. Darker. Darker. <laughs> <laughs> No, you see that light down there at the end? That's no good. Yeah. Darker. It's too light. <laughs> Darker. Well, we should do one of these real quick. Feels like that's working. Oh, it was hilarious. What the last day we were all there at the store, we were walking around before the store opens. I made I made Billy play it for everybody. <laughs> it was there so we could all walk around going, Corona, go, yeah. go, Corona. We're coming out and just being like, what the hell are y'all doing out here? <laughs> like, we're telling the virus yeah. to go away. Our part. That's right. We're doing our part. Chanting the devil away. <laughs> That's how you get them gone. <laughs> yeah. If you want to make a deal, deal with the devil. It's yeah. Yo, I'm an offer. Yeah. You gotta give them, give them a fuck. Make them an offer they can't refuse. Mm-hmm. What was the quote? Huh? If you make a deal with the world. devil, you owe him an offering. Yeah. And then you pour a shot of whiskey. Yeah. 
Do you watch Westworld? No, I don't have HBO. Oh, man. I I watched all 23 episodes in like uh, about two days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got all, I got all fucking crammed. I got all happy two days ago because HBO announced that they were opening up. The, yeah, uh, now you can watch the it. The Now Portal. Well, but they've only released like 17 things that you can oh, watch. I heard, I heard it was all access. Well, it's, it's like, it, well, like you can watch, if you want to binge watch The Sopranos, it's all up there. If you want to binge watch uh, Boardwalk, uh, Boardwalk, uh, <laughs> Boardwalk Empire, Empire, it's yeah. there. But like GOT's not up there. Westworld's not up there. Oh, shit. It's, yeah. it's older stuff. Like, they've got some old episodes of Veep if you wanted to go back and, and binge watch Veep. Veep is which, is, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good show. It's Those shysty fucking bastards. And then, and then they <laughs> How had, dare and they? And then they had, like, seven <laughs> movies. Yeah. Eight movies, maybe, that were opened up. It wasn't that much. But, uh, hey, kudos John to Wick HBO. 3 only and not yeah. 2 and 1, so you don't know what the fuck's going on. Dark Phoenix. They're like, why'd they kill his dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only Dark Phoenix and not the rest of the X-Men movies. Yeah. Yeah, that one's on HBO now, right? Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck am I supposed yeah. to get what's happening yeah. here? The burbs. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just some random Tom Hanks movie from the 80s. <clears throat> Big. Yeah, exactly. That was, that movie, when you look back on it, uh, back there's to a the few scenes too. that are kind of cre- mm. creepy. There. Yeah. She's taking advantage we watched of a 14-year-old uh, boy. Yeah. yeah. We watched it with JD and Ashley's uh, kid mm-hmm. and forgot that it was like that. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole part of it where you're just kind of like, whoa, wait, hold on. So she's having sex with a 14 year old yeah, boy in, in a man's body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so. Yeah. <laughs> she She's a woman and she was raping a boy? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Wait, a woman named Sean. Only, only, only he was in the body of a 25 year old. So it's kind of, yeah. you know, it's. Weird. It's, it's a, like a, it's in a gray area. Yeah. Nice. It's like a weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. in like a weird sort of a. Uh, let's see. Uh, nice. 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 Yeah. It's in that weird sort of like uh, hot teacher fucking a kid, a boy. Yeah. Little yeah. boy. Yeah. Thing. yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, it's definitely wrong, but. But it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, there's definitely a double standard there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So there's the other interpretation is that she is having sex with an adult man with the mental capacity of a 13-year-old. Which is also fucked up. That's the one. (laughs) That's the one. (laughs) Yeah. And she like she fucking raided a state school. Did she know? Uh, it's like that, having like that, she's having sex with I am Sam. Or, uh, you know. Yeah. Did she know about his condition before, before they had the sex scene? Yeah. Right. She knows about it, but she doesn't completely believe it. She, she suspects it. She yeah, suspects that's it. That's right. Well, that's even worse. Yeah. Now she's a predator. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, well, she was know. after the end. In the end, after she watched him shrink back down to being a little kidney standing there in the adult suit, and it's all hanging loose on him, and then it's like. Then she had to have the, oh, my God. Yeah, that's when it hits her. That, that's like, when she has to, oh, oh my God. she starts yeah. reasoning with herself. She's like, well, you know, we did have a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They were so- I like him for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys should totally hook up. Yeah. <laughs>
And with that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can end it. There you go. It's a curb. Awesome. Well, this has been episode fifty-eight. Hey, Drew, what's new? The fourth installation, volume four, episode four, episode four of episode fifty-eight. Attack of the clones. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> episode fifty-eight point four. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, be wrapping it up here. We got good job, Drew. Yeah, yeah dude, that was a good that one. Was awesome. He had a lot of uh, stuff for us, and uh, some cool info in there too. So uh, some uh, of the bands, absolutely, and and we got another dolphin story to boot. So that was that was good. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out on the on the <laughs> mirror for some reason. In the industry, they call that a win win. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this fucking uh, blowhole stories. Blowhole no- news. <laughs> we need to create a, uh, like, one of these. You should have, like, a, a, a sound drop of the news sounds, like, ding, 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 but also over top of that layered, yeah. uh, like, the flipper noise. It's like, hey, hey, hey. Right. Or use, like, the the dolphin sound as the ding, 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 All right, we got, we got assignments. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Exactly. All right, well, I'm Billy. I'm Doyle. See y'all later. Later.